Hello, hello. Oh, two today. Um, and welcome back to the Five Minute Philosophy podcast. Uh, today's topic is logical atomism. So kind of different to what we usually talk about, but I will try my best. So this theory mainly associated with Bertrand Russell and kind of GE Moore as well is part of a branch of philosophy called analytic philosophy. In general, analytic philosophy consists of approaches to problems, mainly about language and logic, and uh, focuses a lot on clarity of terms and concepts. As you can tell, it's very broad, and so quite hard to say exactly what it is, but that's basically it. So, logical atomism. This is all to do with the existence of facts and the composition of the world using these facts. Uh, logical atomism can actually be understood both methodologically and metaphysically. So logical atomism as a method is basically the same as the method of analysis, examining something as a whole by looking at um, its individual parts. Um, essentially, the idea that it's possible and desirable to explain different concepts or words in terms of simpler ones that make it up. I suppose we could say that this atomistic methodology re relies on the metaphysics that logical atomism proposes. So by this I mean how it sees and interprets the world or reality. So metaphysically speaking, logical atomism states that the world, the universe, is made up of lots and lots of small simple things which join together to make big complex things. We might think well, yeah, obviously. Um, but this is particularly interesting if we look at the context in which this theory came about. So basically, it was a direct rebuttal of the idealism at the time. Just quickly, philosophical idealism states that human experience or perception cannot be distinguished from reality. So in a way, reality is a product of the mind. An objective idealism includes this idea of an objective consciousness separate from human consciousness, which brings about the existence of things without us having to mentally observe them. So essentially, the idealism of the time was very monistic, meaning that it saw the world in a singular way, if that makes sense. So as one whole, as opposed to logical atomism, which sees it more pluralistically as composed of lots of different things. So... That is the interesting thing about logical atomism, how it emerged in the context. We love we love historical context, it's great. Um, Bertrand Russell also used this framework to talk about facts, so that a fact is a complex which is made up of particulars, so basically simpler things. These particulars are basically the building blocks of the facts of life. So what makes these up then? Well, Russell argued that what gives qualities to these particulars are universals. So colours, shapes, character, so on. So, so far we've gone from logical atomism as a method, then as a metaphysical worldview, which leads us then onto this view of the nature of facts, which can now allow us to think more about how this relates to judgments or beliefs. Now, when the proponents of logical atomism, G. Moore, Bertrand Russell, were kicking around, uh, coming up with this idea, we're talking 1920s, 1930s, there was a lot of debate happening surrounding language, meaning what makes a statement true or meaningful, and so on. 
only the most exciting things. <laughs> Another group at the time, the logical positivists of the Vienna Circle, very dramatic, I know, argued that statements or judgments are only meaningful if they can be proven by reason or empirically verified. Similarly, but not exactly the same, uh, logical atomism argues that judgments and beliefs have relationships with facts about the world. So this relationship can either be true or false, so hence your belief about them can either be true or false. So if I say I believe that the earth is flat, that belief is made wrong by the fact that it doesn't correspond to a fact about the world, so it's roundness, uh, which is probably quite obvious, but the whole thing about logical atomism is that it takes the common sense view and pushes back a bit against the idealisms um, of the time, rejection of common sense thinking, as you said earlier. So this whole idea of correspondence is quite similar, you might think, um, to the early works of Wittgenstein in his Tractatus and his picture theory view of language, which I talked about in a previous episode, if you're interested. Overall, we might say that uh, logical atomism takes a very scientific approach to philosophy, which isn't a bad thing, according to Russell. He said that, quotation, uh, it is the only method, if I am not mistaken, with which philosophy will succeed in obtaining results as solid as those obtained in science. End quotation. Uh, thank you, Bertrand Russell. So there you go. That is logical atomism. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And I'll be back next Sunday with another episode on a mystery topic. Only a mystery because I have no clue what it will be yet. It's a surprise. Uh, bye for now.